Hello and welcome to my first behind-the-scenes podcast for God's Story, the narrative Bible adaptation. So in the main podcast, I read one chapter of my adaptation per week, but I also wanted to create a short companion series of podcasts each week that addresses the creative choices that I've made. For anyone who is either interested in my creative process or has questions about what I choose to leave out or rearrange or focus on, I'm hoping that this will be of some value to you. Uh, This week, I'm going to do two of them. The first one will explain the origins and overarching purpose of the writing project, and to the second one, I'll discuss uh, specific choices I made in chapter one. So before my son Isaac was even old enough to walk, he was already a really eager listener, and he later turned into a really avid reader. He devoured whatever stories we would put before him. We quickly moved on from things like Dr. Seuss to longer works like the Wizard of Oz series, the Harry Potter series, and The Hobbit. That one in particular uh, holds a special place in my heart because it's the entry point for many uh, to get into Tolkien's rich Middle-earth mythos. Of course, alongside with all of these, we would also read many anthologies of Bible stories. Much like with The Hobbit, I find that these sorts of Bible story anthologies can be really invaluable literarily because they excite and introduce young readers and listeners to a lot of the most important and certainly the most well-known moments of the Christian faith. Spiritually, of course, they're of infinitely more importance than any of the other things that he was reading because they uh, tend to place their greatest focus on the miraculous birth ministry, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But whenever we would read these anthologies, I found myself having to sort of explain to Isaac uh, some of the details that were omitted from each story because I felt like they were essential to understanding some of the nuances. Beyond that, I felt like the overarching and interconnected narrative thread of the Bible was kind of muddled when I was just reading sort of an anthology of individual stories. On the other hand, I felt like Isaac wasn't really old enough to digest all of the Bible in its original form, and so I started really feeling a calling uh, from God to create a thematically and narratively focused adaptation of the Bible that I was hoping I would be able to finish before he started middle school um, and would be something that I would read aloud to him, but also something that I could print and give to him uh, to to be a Bible companion. The clarity of uh, the previous sentence doesn't really convey how many years of rewriting it took before I really felt like I understood what exactly it was I was meant to be doing with this writing project. It's nearing its completion now, and Isaac is uh, almost finished with elementary school, So if the only fruit of my work on this project is that it gives him a leg up in understanding the whole story of the Bible, and that brings him closer to Jesus, then I'll count that as a win. There are a few things that this work is, and a few things that it's not, and I'd want to articulate that. This work is a narratively focused adaptation. It is not a translation. My writing should be read with the same spirit that you would read a children's Bible anthology. It omits certain things, it rearranges certain things for narrative flow, and it has its own distinct style and tone and perspective. Next, this work is a supplemental companion to the Bible. 
it's not a substitute. In the written versions of each chapter, I include footnotes uh, for the Bible chapter because I want readers to go and open the actual Bible and compare it. Though I have felt called by God to this project and the work that I'm adapting from is holy and inspired, I certainly make no pretext that my work is worthy of that distinction. Its only purpose is as an aid to the Bible, which uh, I hope will stir curiosity and excitement for the reader or the listener. This work is intended to be either read or heard by any audience from about uh, upper elementary age up to adults. It's not just meant for adults or just for children. The text scores between a 6th and an 8th grade reading level, depending on what metric you use. It intentionally minimizes explicit sex and gore without avoiding the topics altogether. If it were a movie, I would hope it would get a PG rating. It's not written with any specific agenda in mind, other than presenting the truth of God's word, but I certainly acknowledge that my own perspective on theology has affected the outcome. Though I am pro-science, this work does not seek to scientifically explain all of the intricacies of biblical cosmology or anthropology or mysticism. So, I'm sure that if you and I could sit down over a cup of tea or coffee that I would have a lot more things to say about where my heart is and the process of writing this, but I think regarding the work as a whole, I'm going to leave it there for now. Uh, if any other questions or suggestions uh, about the work as a whole come up, feel free to share them with me. Uh, you can email me, uh, mattsgodstory at gmail.com is my email address. That's M-A-T-T-S-G-O-D-S-S-T-O-R-Y at gmail.com. Um, if you want any transcripts from any of the podcasts, they're available at mattsgodstory.blogspot.com. And uh, thanks for listening.